Meet Arnold, a regular ordinary kid just like you. His school is run by a bully who's also in love with him. It's love, love, love! He lives with his grandparents in a boarding house full of crazies. He's got a remote control for his whole room. And he has a football-shaped head, just like you, right? Look for Hey Arnold on home video, only from Nickelodeon. Even if you don't have a football-shaped head. Good morning, football heads. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And Brett is here once again. Mm. Ooh, consecutive <laughs> guest appearances. We couldn't get enough. <laughs> we did We did get a few comments of, like, like interesting that you had Brett on for a Salute Your Shorts episode he didn't like. Oh. I'm like, that, that, that's... I love it when that happens. <laughs> that that kind of happened, too, with Melissa on Renegade yeah, Virus, yeah. where it's like, oh, you don't even think to ask. Do you sure. like this? Because you just <laughs> <Sure>. assume. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a little weird. I've never really talked about being a big Salute Your Shorts fan, but... Yeah, but we, we I think we, we really want to get our friends back in here. Yeah, I like to hear anybody's takes on anything. Sure, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm. but w- when we said we were doing our hair and you're like, oh yeah, like I, I would know it. It's like, well, why don't you just come on? <laughs> <laughs> now they're making me prove it. Uh, well, this is episode number two thirty six. We're of course talking our top favorite Hey Arnold episodes. How is that two hundred thirty six episodes <laughs> <laughs> to talk about our favorite Hey Arnolds? Yeah, um, yeah. I today suddenly it like occurred to me i was like did we do this already so i started going through the old episodes but i had the same feeling when i was making my list uh especially because i had to like dwindle down i came with like about like, i dwindled to about 20 episode segments that i was like okay this wow. could be in the running uh too far too many too few yeah i think too too many oh, okay. i mean for me <laughs> <laughs> but but every time i'd like go to an episode i'm like we we had to do this but it, i think it's just because we did like so many variety of like summer favorite summer yeah. favorite sports you know like so i think we're finally here yeah. and and i'm excited that maybe we'll talk about some episodes we've not given as much love yeah yeah sure well i know i've definitely talked about on this podcast my favorite episode hmm. really yeah but i don't remember the context <laughs> mm. like i don't think it was a hey arnold episode i think i just kind of threw it in there okay mm. <laughs> <laughs> someone out there is like i already know brett's favorite this is so stupid <laughs> um well this uh i had something to say that's relative somewhat relative to, mm. or relevant to last week um we i Shortly after we did last time's episode, uh, I watched this C slasher movie called Cutting Class. 
Mm. It's with uh, a Brad Pitt, one of Brad Pitt's like first like starring roles. But what's interesting about it is, as I was watching the credits roll, I'm like, oh, that written by name sounds really familiar. <laughs> it was Steve Slavkin. Wow. <laughs> of course, the creator and uh, voice of Dr. Khan, creator of Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. Uh, oh. Pretty bizarre. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was like... This, this was pre-Salute Your Shorts, this movie? Yes, by a couple of years. Okay. Um, not necessarily something i'd run out and see just yeah. if but if you can like appreciate uh like bad 80s horror movies yeah it's what was the name of the movie it's not bad cutting class uh, for some reason i thought you said camp cutter and i was like no way he did <laughs> two camp things I mean, probably he did camp nothing <laughs> but there is like a creepy uh, janitor character that's like sort of ah. in put me in mind of uh-huh. zeke a little bit like yeah. floating around in there somewhere yeah. like yeah. saying <laughs> weird yeah. stuff yeah creepy janitor is yeah. a good it is kind of a good character because uh, there's um that that janitor in the pete and pete episode of mm. don't tread on yeah. me yeah, yeah. <laughs> the oh, one who great. failed sure. <laughs> yeah especially as a kid it's like you don't know anything about the janitor's life yeah uh, so he's a bizarre character kind of side tangent but i think i was just talking to brett that uh custodian is my dream job you are dream job you really dream. think about it i'm not saying it's bad yeah. i'm just like i think it's attainable oh for sure <laughs> i could definitely leave my job right now you went like a step further and you're like you wanted to be a nighttime janitor like, yeah, I want mm, I want the like no three o'clock there. to two a.m. <laughs> nobody bothering me. Put my headphones on, listen to my music and podcasts. Buffing floors. Wouldn't be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a solitary job, and I like cleaning. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I would get worried to be too solitary, not f- like for my enjoyment, mm. but just. Yeah. I'd be so completely separating myself from yeah the rest of reality. And the rep- I wonder if the repetition is eventually wears off. Hmm, probably. Yeah. I gotta clean this toilet <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't know. If there's any custodians out there, I salute you. Uh, it's probably yeah. like a uh, Groundhog's Day situation where mm. you start to really enjoy it. Yeah, you know, years <laughs> like five through ten, you're loving it. Get so good at it that yeah. it's like, <laughs> and then you just start snapping. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we're here to talk. Hey, Arnold. Of course. Um. And one thing I threw out was maybe before we jump into our episodes is uh, talking about maybe who some of our favorite characters on here. Sure. Uh, Andrew, is there anybody uh, that stands out to you? Yeah. Um. The f- the. First couple that came to mind were Oscar, mm. the oh. uh, one of the tenants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's number two on my list. <laughs> so good, um, but also, but the very first kid for some reason that popped in my head is called Steve. It took me a while to figure this out. Long nose? He's no, no. He's like a weird kid that shows up in the backgrounds of a lot of episodes. Okay, um, but he's just so bizarre. Like looking and acting. Um, okay. I don't know who you're talking about. I'll, I might refresh uh, your memory oh, since we wow. okay. come along. Here. There's a Steve heavy episode. <laughs> I, I wouldn't exactly call it heavy, but <laughs> it briefly appears. Um, just so strange, though. It's like he's a background, purely a background character, um, and I like wouldn't necessarily notice him, but 
Uh, just so <laughs> bizarre looking in it. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're looking now. We're looking. <laughs> sure. Uh, he's just great. Like, really stands out in any scene that he's in. <laughs> Does he ever have lines? I, can't I even... don't think he has a line. It claims somewhere that he was voiced by um, the creator, uh, Craig Bartlett, but I, I didn't catch him saying anything wow. okay he has he has his own uh wiki <laughs> so does his mom uh yeah he is voiced by craig bartlett he's most prominent in the episode the list where he appears what what is that one is that oh one? maybe oh. <laughs> uh, but he's in a bunch of episodes i mean sally's comet the big scoop crabby author career day so he's uh he's in a bunch of these Including the, the the movies. Um oh yeah. Anyway, okay. weird Steve. Very weird. Right. Uh, I was not expecting interesting that. character. Yeah. Oscar, I guess. Steve. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Brett, do you have uh, any any picks? Uh well my favorite character is uh the grandpa. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just of perfect. Yeah. So good. Always funny. Uh love his relationship with both the grandma and Arnold and his general contempt towards Oscar, just constantly yelling at him. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great <laughs> character. Uh, some of the best lines in the series oh, for sure. come from Grandpa. Yes. Um, yeah, Grandpa and Grandma were kind of my first inclination. I think they're kind of matched. They're, they bring different, slightly different things. They're both kind of crazy, but Grandma a little crazier. But uh, just, I think it's a different show without them. Yeah. Um, the only... The other character that came right to mind of, like, I love the episodes where this guy pops up is Coach Wittenberg. Oh, sure. Uh, where, good. You know, uh, pass the ball to Tucker, <laughs> the, where he's the bowling coach. Uh, yeah. He's just, he reminds me a lot of, um, what's his name from home movies? Um, mm. McGurk. Coach McGurk. McGurk. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's got a lot of McGurk yeah. uh, tendencies where it's like this, like, kind of depressing home life yeah. matched with, you know, coaching. Yeah. Um, so I really like him, and uh, of the kids, I think uh, Gerald's probably my favorite. But Gerald's great. All the main, all the, like the pretty much main kids, whatever, are all great and all very distinct. Oh yeah, uh, one of the things that makes Arnold. No, I think they all hold. Uh, even the ones that like wouldn't be my favorite person necessarily. Right. Like, is like I important. don't like Harold. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I like that that character exists yeah yeah and it's like a good portrayal of that yeah Yeah. okay um okay well do we want to jump into it we got uh, potentially 15 different episodes we we did our top fives close call you got a ferguson uh yes i did okay actually pick one okay interesting i I did not pick one okay yeah i I got one (laughs) it's it's uh, not up for debate (laughs) 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 all right andrew you want to kick us off um, my number five, Sally's Comet, season mm-hmm. one, episode sixteen. All right. We get a little uh, Steve in there. Is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve briefly makes an appearance. <laughs> um, actually, I like re- remembered that I I had seen him somewhere in yeah. these episodes that I was watching. I'm like, so I was going back through. I'm like, where was it? And he just <laughs> barely appears on the street in this one for like one second. I can't see any stars. You want to see stars, eh? You'd have to turn all the lights off in this whole dead blasted city to see him. It's too bright out here. Hey! 
Turn off your lights! Hey, everyone! We want to see the stars! Turn off your lights! Um... Anyway, uh, great episode. It's about uh, Sally's Comet is coming, and Harold and Ar- or I mean Arnold and Gerald are uh, trying to save up box tops so that they can get a telescope so they can mm. see it. But once they get the telescope, they discover that the city's far too bright to be yeah. able to see anything in the sky, and um, so they finally end up at the radio station. And we get to see in this episode what the DJ looks like on the jazz station, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. Um, and uh, finally, they like use the radio station to convince everybody to turn off their lights just in time to see the comet. Um, this is uh, something about th- that's common to these early episodes. I think is this like slower, slightly slower pace, where they're like just kind of doing things like the serial scene is maybe like a minute or something Mm -hmm. i mean like it goes on for a little while it just feels like they're taking their time to let the stories play out a little bit and it has it to me uh creates a sensation of like um more of like a feel for these episodes rather than rather than being totally driven by like a complicated story Mm -hmm. it has a very particular like just sensation to watching it i feel like just um anyway great episode it looks great uh these all these early episodes look so good and the backgrounds especially yeah God, those look good um it's also takes place a lot at night and looks great yeah uh, which is tough with animation um yeah nighttime arnold in general just um, looks uh very nice yeah um anyway uh great i i've just always kind of loved this one i always uh, uh i always think of that the scene where they're eating the cereal and just like they've got every kid in the neighborhood in their kitchen trying to eat the cereal <laughs> as fast as they can yeah um just a real kid uh centered imagery yeah you know? um anyway not like a not a big episode but it just feels so nice to me the just going through this and like going after this kind of uh, something that like anybody could potentially get involved in like seeing a comment i also feel like as a kid there was always those items that you needed to collect things for to get yeah yes and you did consume a lot of (laughs) candy bars or fast food to try to get these yeah i don't know rally (laughs) friends together and you gotta eat these yeah get these box tops send them in (laughs) yeah i don't know how common it is today it did seem like back then those a more common thing yeah Um, anyway uh just a real just one of those episodes that always comes to mind for me and really feels good and looks great yeah really captures the early arnold feel love that one um that's uh my number 23 wow I mean, I... Hey, we're, we're only 18 <laughs> off. <laughs> God, okay. All right. All right, Brett. Number five? Uh, number five for me uh, is The Baseball. Mm. And in this episode, uh, Arnold finds out that his baseball hero, mm. Mickey Kaline, is uh, ending his career.
football-shaped head. Arnold caught the ball. And look at that weird little kid run. I don't know if I have as much to say about it as Andrew just did with Sally's <laughs> uh, But for me, it's just a great episode. I love any episode that romanticizes baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how the stadium looks. Yeah. It looks real It's like a tall. rectangle. <laughs> it just looks enormous. And I think as a kid, I also thought that the baseball fields were huge. And now as an adult, they don't seem so big. But yeah. uh, loved that, and I loved the ending when he's just tossing the, bat, the ball back and forth, talking uh, about baseball with his hero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is kind of a great, sweet episode, and it really does kind of reek of childhood of, like, I don't know, this mythic figure in your neighborhood for your sports team that everybody wants to get behind and going to the big event going to the game and something cool happening yeah um also one thing i love about mickey kaylan is care as a character is uh <laughs> he's not presented as like this impossible like a perfect star. yeah yeah he's like you maybe know, he's maybe too older. reachable arnold just walks right into that stadium. Sure. <laughs> in fact there's like a there's like a valet standing there that like waves his hand like walk on into the stadium <laughs> Yeah, um, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. not it, he doesn't feel like bigger than life. Yeah, he feels like he could be a real character. Yeah, they do that interview with him at the end, uh, where you know they're saying like, "It was your last game, you hit yeah. home run." And I don't know, just the way that whole interview is done is just so like real. Like, <laughs> he's getting choked up. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Really great. Uh, is that a first season episode? Yeah, almost all of mine are first season. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, I thought that one was one that like looked really I great. Think it might be. Um, it's the first segment of either the second or third episode, yeah. um, and that has nothing to do with why I chose it first. No. <laughs> I didn't just go down the line. Computers that one. Um, just, but these first season episodes are so, the backgrounds are so detailed. I love it. It's just like, I don't know. You just really get the feel for wherever you're at. Yeah, uh, yeah. Big chunk of my list is uh, first season. Um, wore my Mickey K line shirt. Brought to you by Nick Box, which no longer promotes nice. us. So buy it or don't. I don't care. But uh, <laughs> I gotta love it. Yeah. Yeah, Five hundred thirty-four home runs. I, you know, I've never even read it. What, what do we? What's it say here? Five thirty-four is home, run home runs. So he saw his five hundred thirty-four home run. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Not sure what this Chet is. Quigley, Quigley Stadium's finest. Oh, that's funny. Chet, Chet, Chet. I don't know. Oh, okay. I wonder if that's like be a later episode, maybe. a brand or something. Maybe Dangerous oh. Lumber. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, my number five is also a first season episode. We've discussed it on our 69th episode mm. of the show. Um, that is an episode called Heat. Yeah. Cool. It's 7 o'clock on M-Jazz. Here's the weather report. As if you didn't know, we're still in the middle of a heat wave. Today's going to be another scorcher, cats and chicks. Look for highs in the low hundreds. Above all, try to stay cool. Um, 
The synopsis here, a heat wave hits the city and Arnold and Gerald try to find a way to get cool, which is nearly impossible considering long lines at the theater, crowded pools, and the jolly alley man charging $20 <laughs> for a snow gun. Um, yeah, we, I think uh, we've discussed this on multiple levels of it being a great episode of Arnold. Also a great summer episode. It's got that kind of like a Pete and Pete hot just yeah you can feel it yeah Yeah. what are we gonna do with ourselves (laughs) the colors that they use like it just feels yeah 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 and i love the wandering of the city of like just looking for refuge (laughs) like what are we i mean even though we didn't grow up in like apartments or things like that like that feeling of like just walking around being like it's so hot there's nothing to do uh we don't want to sit inside but like yeah what else do you do I, I do love the unbearable heat episodes of everything. <laughs> yeah. And I, it, I think about this episode quite frequently uh, <laughs> because I have to walk to a little convenience store a couple blocks away from my house to buy bags of ice. Yeah. And I always think about like walking back when they're like walking back with the ice. Yeah. And, like, by the time they get home, like, the just... last bit is melting. They're like, that yeah. and you like overturning ice cream trucks yeah <laughs> that's that's the only part of the episode that i think like gets a little out of control is this like tipping yeah. the ice cream truck like this i mean they've had but it. it's like they had they had to figure out a way to reach that like tipping point yeah. for everybody yeah i get it i get it um yeah. yeah it's it's a i mean if it's in my top five i think it's pretty much sure. perfect so um yeah love this episode yeah fantastic uh, I do want to say that this was also Nikki's favorite oh, cool. uh, episode of the show. Kind of tied, she said, with heat, uh, snow. Which yeah, great. snow is also great. Agreed. Very, there's very few times in Nickelodeon where we have two segments paired where it's like, oh, that was a smart pairing. Yeah. But obviously a wonderful yeah. uh, pairing. <laughs> um, my number four is Gerald Comes Over. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Also season one. Um, this is... Uh, <laughs> Arnold starts out at Gerald's house, uh, so, like, we get to see Gerald's family, but then Gerald comes to stay at Arnold's house, so they just, like, end up walking through trying to collect rent from everybody. Um, And that's the basic premise of it, but it's so good. Like, it's another one of these episodes that's, like, not so worried about the story being, like, this complicated, uh, interesting thing. It's just, like, holding it together, um... And I, I just kind of, like, love, like, the, that there, um, that there's not just, like, a through point, like, beginning to end. Like, yeah. it's just more about what they're doing throughout the episode. Um, so I, I also love that we get to see Gerald's family a little bit in mm-hmm. this one, kind of introduction. Um, but then the introduction to each border at the boarding house is so good. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like... They, per, you know, they get to characterize every person that's living there, and they're also like all really interesting. And um, yeah, I love it so much. Um, I always remember the Mr. Wynn the most, I think, because of uh, forcing them to do all the chores, and especially like putting the tiles on his floor. Um, something about that always stuck in my mind, like having to redo it like 17 <laughs> times or something. Um, just just a really fun episode that shows like how to drive an episode with characters rather than the story yeah yeah it's a it's uh it's one that i did not revisit for this but uh so i haven't seen it in a while but i didn't even make your top 23 (laughs) 
didn't. <laughs> it wasn't one that immediately came like to mind of like got to check that out, but uh, I recall it being really fun. And, and even just like the task of having to go collect every, all the rent and like not being able to get it from anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great touch. <laughs> um, just so good. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Uh, I have another baseball one. It's the vacant lot. <laughs> mm, sure. Um, <laughs> like I said, anytime they could romanticize baseball, I'm in. Man, this truly stinks. Yeah, but what can we do? The older kids hog the park and the playground's closed after school. If we had our own field, we can play where we want it, when we want it. Our own field. That would be perfect. We can call it Gerald Field. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. Gerald Field. Yeah? Yeah. 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 (laughs) I like that name. Gerald Field. Just say it. Gerald Field. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. They have uh, they have three baseball episodes of Arnold. So, go um, nuts. so the vacant lot is great. Um, I love this one because it reminded me of growing up. We always tried to play yeah. sports, either football or baseball, in the streets, and having to move out of the way every time a car drove by and how annoying that could be. Um, and I just love that they found this trash heap of a lot, fixed it up. Called it Gerald Field, which is uh, a theme that I love. Of, like everyone's just general respect of Gerald, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. much. Uh, and then obviously, you know, the conflict where the adults stumble upon it and take advantage of it. And, yeah, and then the kids get all pissed off and then they wreck it up again. I don't know. It's just it's a good culmination of uh, imaginative childhood getting ruined by. Adults trying to be. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh. Rulers of the world, I guess. We, we talked about this on our seventh episode of the yeah. show. Um, and we, we've brought it up a ton of times. Uh, just, there's a lot of, like, fun dynamics in this episode. Like, between the kids and the adults, uh, even within the kids. Um, yeah, it's got, it's a special episode. Yeah. Uh, and I do love any episode that takes place, like, in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They're out there doing their kid thing yeah um so good and something you know about that i'm, I'm sure we've mentioned this but uh, the gerald field naming i want just a classic uh, line but um just that idea like let's call it gerald field and he's just like yeah yeah, yeah. let's call it that like, <laughs> yeah it's this weird no hesitation <laughs> loved it <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we would have been that gracious. Yeah, if, probably if, not. If, 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 if Alan was like, "Let's call it Alan Fields," like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, they're good friends. Um, yeah, great vacant lot yeah. is a. It's a special classic. Yeah. Um, well, let's just. That's a season one. Uh, let's stay in season yeah. one. Uh, this is an episode I don't. We've ever talked about. Maybe very rarely referenced. Uh, called Field Trip. We went to the aquarium today. Oh, the big house for fish. And there's this really old turtle there. Old, eh? Yeah, and his shell's all covered with graffiti, and his water's dirty. Kids throw stuff at him. And he's old. Well, yeah, and sad and dirty, and his tank's too small. And he's old. Yeah, and he's... Why, this is an outrage! Treating a wise old creature like he's some sort of common criminal. I think they just... Come on! There's not a moment to lose! But... I said come on! 
We've got a mission to complete. Hmm. Um, this is on a field trip to the aquarium. Arnold can't wait to see Lockjaw, the infamous terror of the deep. But Lockjaw turns out to be an old tortoise with a graffiti covered shell and he needs Arnold's help. Um, and this is just one, I think maybe like there's a several like episodes of Arnold that is kind of like Arnold as the savior type. Like he does the right thing in the face of everybody kind of doing the wrong thing. But this is maybe my favorite of them where um, even though him and grandma are like technically doing something illegal um, I love I love the breakout like getting grandma involved like this matters to me uh, I love animals I love the message of the episode of like you know what no like this isn't right let's try to save him um, and uh, it's very sentimental it's that like perfect Arnold ending of like this like oof man what a beat of like releasing Lockjaw to the yeah. wild yeah it's a great episode um it, and I think what you said about him, he's doing the right thing, but they're doing something illegal. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like, the, that's what they really nailed in mm -hmm. these early episodes. Yeah. So that, that like, Arnold is always sort of trying to do the right thing, but he's willing to yeah. uh, take it a step further yeah the guidance in his life is like well if you want to save this turtle you there's only one way we're going to be able to yeah, do it yeah. and uh so yeah I love that the grandma was just down yeah yeah <laughs> ski mask like let's do it <laughs> i also feel like she has some like as usual just like weird hilarious lines yeah that don't necessarily relate to what's happening but yeah. like kind of do yeah yeah i think um, this is episode two of the series so really early yeah uh, yeah, good pick. Um, it also has one of my favorite Hey Arnold uh, tropes, I guess, mm. which is a uh, storytelling from Gerald. Ah, yeah. yeah. And like how everyone just listens yeah. to him tell a story. Yeah, gather around. Yeah. yeah. Also, an another nice-looking episode mm -hmm. that uh, I think a lot of other shows would avoid doing because it requires a whole nother background yeah. setup. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, there are some of these episodes where I'm like, I cannot believe how committed they are to, like, creating worlds. Yes. It's, yes. it's really impressive. For sure. Yeah. All right, field trip. Uh, nice. Let's head to our top three, Andrew, number three. My number three, we've already talked about it, heat. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love this. You know, I've praised this episode in in the uh, podcast episode that we talked about it on, um, but so, it really is such a great one. I was really paying attention to the backgrounds on this one man they're so good it's like you can just make out store names and everything um and they look great like it's almost like uh looks like colored pencil or something the way mm, it's drawn man. yeah um and i i think this episode really shows off um the animation style of these early episodes and a lot this happened a lot of times with nickelodeon and other like kids shows of the of the era where it would start out a little bit rough yeah. and then slowly like hone the animation style. But in doing so, especially with Hey Arnold, I feel like uh, it loses mm -hmm. some like slight just yes. grittiness or whatever. For sure. Uh, yeah, we've talked about it with Rugrats, which I th to me, that's like the prime. Like, I love that. That's pretty rawness. Yeah, that's a um, huge shift. Doug, even Doug. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. not not as drastic, I think, as those other two, but Doug has a little bit of a shift. Yeah. Um, but I really agree that, like, in, and there's a lot of great season four episodes, but the look of it is almost, you know, 
it's too polished. Yeah. Uh, Especially when you're in like the city in this setting, um, yeah. it just feels so good. <laughs> it's it, like, <laughs> you know, it's like you want it to feel. It feels like more real somehow, like more of a real life setting or like a actual setting that's a real place. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up while I was thinking about season four that I think I forgot because whenever I'm editing, I just use, always automatically use the first season theme song, but I forgot that the theme song had changed by the fourth. The- it's oh, like, wow. it's the same, but it's like different instrumentation. It's like hmm. way more keyboardy, like, uh, oh. it just sounds different and it's not good. It, it's like, boy, you had, you had magic. <laughs> yeah, why would they change it? It's kind of like the animation where it was like this beautiful kind of like pop jazz piece. And now it, they like really like try to make it too like. It's like you're trying to make it too perfect. Yeah. Something you go yeah. overboard a little. Yeah. That's what happens when you get a little money in your pocket. <laughs> it's true. Stop huh? forgetting about the simple things. <laughs> brings me to my number three <laughs> Mr. Wind Goes Country oh wow. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's your money Tex let's lay one down you can offer me a diamond plated pearl you can send me all the riches in the world well, burn my house and steal my car. I just heard a brand new country western star. Yes! Um, hilarious episode. Uh, the concept, great. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mr. Wynn, uh, a Vietnamese uh, immigrant who has a beautiful country western <laughs> voice. I mean, beautiful. Uh, so good. Yeah. You got Gerald scheming to make money Um, you get Arnold kind of being like I don't know about this but middleman still goes along with it the song is great and funny (laughs) the simple things yeah Mm. I think Craig Bartlett wrote it wow he's a he's actually like a pretty good guitar player in the song um yeah it's good he doesn't he struggles with his newfound fame yeah it's uncomfortable about calling off work <laughs> at the restaurant that he just he loves working at his restaurant yeah. he loves living in this these are real boarding problems. house yeah these are real problems uh, and he just doesn't care he's, he's just happy with the simple things yeah yeah I love that moment in the studio when he, you know everybody's doubting that this guy is going to be able to change yeah. something out and that <laughs> shot of the studio producers like eyes bulging <laughs> like whoa <laughs> I also love in that scene when he walks into the recording booth and like bonk, bonks his head yeah, on the microphone yeah. and <laughs> the backing band just starts like cracking up like yeah. oh this guy yeah, yeah. he doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> yeah that's a great one um that was also shay's pick oh nice cool. yeah. her favorite um yeah very memorable one it's weird M- multiple shows did that same sort of setup hmm. uh in addition to this, there was um, Rocco's Modern Life and <laughs> and Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, like both did. They were lounge singers, but, yeah. mm-hmm. but similar. Yeah, it's just kind of strange. I mean, it's a bizarre like setup for multiple shows to be like, we gotta hey, do one of those. When comedy works, <laughs> sure, you stick with it. Yeah, fish out yeah. of water. Yeah, it always it always kind of works. Cool. 
Uh, well, my number three is not a season one episode. Uh, it is called Arnold Visits Arnie. Mm. Love okay. it. <laughs> love, love, love. This is this is one that I was really like, maybe it needs to be a little higher. It's um, The more I watch it, the more I love it. It's just so strange. Um, this is where Arnold is going to go visit his cousin Arnie, who's kind of like a country country kid kind of strange and there's like it's like bizarro arnold you know like you there's all these kids who have names that sound almost exactly like arnold's friends and just but like slightly bizarro parallels of like the kid being different hi arnie hey so what have you been up to lately waiting for you <clears throat> sorry my bus was a little late 23 minutes i counted anyway i brought you some of these little packets of peanuts from the bus station vending machine I know how much you like to read the ingredients. Peanuts, cottonseed oil, salt. <laughs> Let's go. The way Arnie is drawn is just incredible. His sniffing uh, is one of, I think, the funniest <laughs> jokes in the series of every scene just ending with him like taking this huge sniff. Um, and I like the way it plays out. I like, you know, from start to finish, it's just kind of a fun story. Um, Bizarre. It's a, it's a, for Arnold even, it's a really kind of bizarre episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Arnie looks really interesting. <laughs> really interesting design. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't like close to my top list, mm. but, you know, I liked it. It's always been a memorable one. Yeah. Um, it's not a Ferguson, that's for sure. No, no. Definitely that's good. Ferguson. That's good. Oh, it can't be a Ferguson. It's just way too good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, what season was that? I think yeah. it's. I think it's four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's later than I would have thought. Three or four, yeah. Um. Well, my number two. We did mention this. It's the list. <laughs> Spend the whole Saturday morning watching cartoons. Yeah, well, I'm going to the park to play catch. What are you doing, Arnold? I'm doing it all. Huh? What are you talking? I'm doing it all. Everything on the list. <gasps> yep. The list for a kid's perfect Saturday. The list? You're crazy, man. No one's ever done the whole list before. The list has been handed down from kid to kid for generations. It contains all things kids love to do on Saturday. Behold, the sacred document. Another season one. Uh, God, I love this episode. Another one I love. Um, Especially as a kid, this might have been my top favorite episode. Just, like, really hit that perfect thing for me of, like... The idea of trying to create that perfect Saturday. Um, you know, I always did this as a kid where I'm like, okay, today it's going to be the best. You know, this is my one day off of school week uh, or two, whatever. Um, but this is going to be great. I'm going to do everything I want to do all week. And then, you know, I ended up doing like nothing. Too much. <laughs> but I loved the idea. Um, so uh, so Ar- Arnold gets the, li- he gets it in him to try to complete the list of the best top Saturday for a kid. Um, so he starts doing all the things, but like each one goes wrong in some different way. Um, in some great way, really. Like, some really realistic way. Um, 
and uh, just to mention one of them um, when he's riding down the hill on his bike, I love this so much. Like, <laughs> finally, he's been through this whole day of difficult crap going wrong. He gets to the top, of, he's going to ride down the top of the highest hill in town, and he starts riding down, and he's flying, and then starts slowing down, and suddenly he's stuck in um, fresh asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> There's even, like, if... In this scene, like, if you look close for a second, there's even other bikes stuck in there, like, other kids got caught in there, too. Uh, so good. Um, but, uh, and the end is so great. Uh, Grandma's trying to get this piano into the house all day, but it won't fit. And finally, at the end of the episode, Arnold's on the roof, and he's, like, depressed about the whole day going wrong. And, um... Grandma suddenly gets lifted up by like a crane <laughs> with the piano playing it. Yeah. Um, and they, so they do, you know, great song they play. And yeah. um, it's just a really like touching kind of like uh, ending. But it, it does what I love so much about these early Arnold episodes, which is like a lot of stuff, like nothing going right, basically, but it's undercut with this like optimism kind mm -hmm. of like even with everything going wrong mm -hmm. it's okay yeah, you know it's still know. a great day uh, yeah yeah um yeah this episode just like really really gets me it's another one where he's like going all around town and doing all this different stuff um again it's like not even so much a long story with like a lot of complicated beats it's just like him going to each one of these places and things going wrong um, yeah yeah, love it. I love yeah, I love this episode. This was way higher on my list when I made my initial like mm. here's what I think before I rewatched. Um it ended up at twenty. So oh again again <laughs> That's just insane. It just <laughs> so again, we're eighteen apart. Which would tell me that like maybe Arnold visits Arnie is like twenty one for you or Oh, it could uh, be something <laughs> like that. Yeah. But no, it is a really it's just like and it's like got a great pace. It's, yeah. um really moves uh, uh from our listeners this was mars uh, nice. favorite episode nice. yeah. Yeah. all right good pick, good pick. number two uh, right? my number two is grandpa's birthday Ooh. uh and the premise of this episode is grandpa is going to die on saturday because <laughs> he thinks that everyone in his family dies at the age of 81 and saturday is his birthday and it's just the family curse and he just keeps making, he must make like 50 different, uh, <laughs> like phrases about dying. <laughs> like he never like rephrases, like yeah. repeats a phrase of that he's going to die on Saturday. And it's really funny. Uh, great scene where he doesn't want to eat his pancakes for breakfast cause he's just not feeling it. And then Oscar says he'll eat it and he just yells at Oscar. <laughs> And he like gets up and leaves and you can see Oscar like starting to go for the pancakes and grandpa bursts back in and he's like, hands off my pancakes. <laughs> uh, but my favorite line probably from the series is at the end of the day, Arnold's like, we had this great day. We did all these fun things. We can do this every day. And grandpa's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Except for I'm going to cry at midnight. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I just, I don't know. I think yeah. about that line. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a great idea. Except for... <laughs> Man, I, I wish I would have rewatched this one now, because, yeah, yeah, that is... Uh, it's an excellent episode. 
Yeah, really good. Uh, great setup. Lo- I love that for an idea for an episode, Grandpa, thinking that today, he knows yeah. the day he's going to die. Oh, I and love I love when he's at the doctor and he's, like, hopping over things and, like, doing pull-ups. <laughs> and then, like, walks over to the doctor holding the zip, like, so just give it to me straight, doc. I got... I got what a day left, and he's like, "You're as strong as I <laughs> live to be 150." And then at the end of the episode, when he finds out that it's 91 when everyone dies, he's like, "Let's go get some ice cream, <laughs> the doctor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna live forever." Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, love it. Reminds me of a Twilight Zone episode, 50 Years Without Slumbering, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, um, but this is better, I think, actually. Wow. A better, better, uh, better than a better of use now. of the concept. E- yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, great episode. Yeah. Uh, well, we've talked about my number two. It's an episode that I just I don't know how we haven't talked about it. Uh, but uh, it was Brett's number three, I think, which is Mister Wingo's mm. Country. Yeah. Boy, this episode <laughs> has it all. Mister um, Win is a great character. I mean, high on my list. Um, and yeah, the, the the discovery of the hidden talent is so fun, you know, Filbert uh, esque in the lounge singer, um, and I love his reluctance. Like, no, I have my life, I'm good with it, and uh, but also his willingness to like just play along. Yeah, uh, it's really fun. And then of course, getting booking the huge country gig. Um, I just yeah, I love it. I, I love him just. <laughs> It's such a like baller move to like walk out onto the stage at the biggest moment of like your life and be like, "This is the last time I'm gonna play this song." <laughs> like, I don't want to do this. Um, while Gerald's like trying to mathematically figure how rich they're gonna be. Um, yeah, there's a lot of laughs in this episode, and I think it's a really perfectly done musical episode. Um, my only critique in rewatching it was that last minute when they're playing the full. It starts at the concert hall where he's playing the simple things, and then mm-hmm. it cuts to the rooftop, which is, of course, I'm like ready to choke up. Like, what a great image! Arnold and Mr. Wynn on the roof with Mr. Wynn just playing the acoustic guitar singing. But it's the same three frames for like a minute, like they because you could tell like they just maybe didn't have enough to animate it, so they cut from go far away. Mr. Wynn, Arnold. I'm like, ooh, this is a long time to use these three frames, but the moment is so good that it's like I'll, I'll let it go. Here. Um, great episode. I I would love to talk more about it, though. I don't know if we need to now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Um, you guys both picked that one. That's kind of a surprise. I mean, I like it. It mm-hmm. just didn't occur to me to put it on the list. Country super fans over <laughs> <Sure>. here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, that brings me to my number one. Ooh, let's get that you drum know roll. It, but long-time listeners probably already know it by now. The, va- the lot. Or the vacant lot. Vacant lot. <laughs> yeah. I almost said like my name Um Well, there's only one thing to do at a time like this. Play ball! Play ball! Play ball! Yeah, buddy, play ball! 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 Will you be quiet? 
Yeah, just such an amazing episode. I feel like it really defines Arnold for me. Like, what makes the show so good. Um, hanging out with all the kids in the neighborhood and all the adults get in on this one. Um, and I think, you know, some of this episode has a little bit, but some of the episodes we've talked about, what I really like about these early ones is the, like, just little bit of meanness to them. Oh, boy. You know? Mm-hmm. They're... I made. I wrote this down. What did I write? Uh, I said bullying and outside being an outsider is like a huge part of the show. Mm, yeah, uh, uh, really reoccurring of like kids just not really being super nice to each other. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just like it's just enough to make the show kind of like yeah. it's a really important ingredient. I feel like to keeping everything from being just like nice and perfect all the time. It's like. It's, man, especially in this first season, they really know how to, like, bring the whole thing down. Like, down, down, down throughout the whole episode. And then, not not even make everything okay at the end, but, like, I mean, make it okay, but not perfect. Yeah. You know, like, we've come to the conclusion, it's not like everything's fixed, but Here's it's two pretty baseballs good. and some meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, yeah, this episode incredible we've we have talked about it in detail one little detail i noticed this time though uh right when they're coming up when they're first talking about making a field um there's some graffiti on the wall and one of them says build it Ooh, <laughs> that's cool and nice like that. detail very these nice. backgrounds yeah man, very nice touch in these early episodes um anyway just feels so good and just as far as the spirit of being a kid like this one really nails it and having the idea of having that like space of your own to use it just feels like magical yeah and uh yeah um just a special episode and um also Allie's nice. our friend Allie's favorite tonight episode of Arnold um i i don't know if it's still functioning i haven't checked in a while but i do know there was a hey arnold podcast and mm-hmm. the name of the podcast was the bacon lot um, haven't checked in on Beautiful. it <laughs> yeah great name great name um but you know it's out there if you want something arnold centric yeah. as we've we've i guess we've covered a bunch of arnold but um there's so much more obviously as detailed by this list yeah i should say um every one of my episodes was from the first season wow. and uh i i almost <laughs> did one from a later season just because i didn't feel like right but then at the end of the day i was like these just i was re-watching them and they just felt so good i yeah. couldn't yeah. not do it is it, your close call season one um no okay great actually <laughs> eager to find that uh brett your uh, number one so my number one i've already talked about so long time listeners already know <laughs> if you know you know uh it's pigeon man ah yeah. um the legend of the pigeon man has been handed down from kid generation to kid generation for as long as I can remember, which was about since I was three. Take it away, Gerald. In the pet shop district, there stands an old tenement, abandoned since the great fire of 69. After the fire, pigeons started gathering by the thousands upon its charred roof. No one knew why until one day, someone saw a dark figure moving among the avian multitudes. For lo, alone on the roof of that 88th Street building lived the creature Half man and half bird, known only as Pigeon Man. Some say 
He was hatched from an egg and left by alien. And he had a beak and a tail. Some say he survives by eating leaves, twigs, and worms. Some say he's a guy in a chicken soup, a lonely, deranged man wanting only birds for company. Who knows? I don't. But to this day, flocks of pigeons gather on the roof. And that can only mean that someone is caring for them. Someone known as Pigeon Man. The end. I, I was going to be shocked if between 15 uh. picks because <laughs> it's not my number one uh and it was the most commonly picked amongst our listeners vaughn picked it james brett wilson and colin oh. i mean it's great uh love love the name of the pigeons mm-hmm. love that he has carrier pigeons that he sends messages messages to gerald yeah. gerald recognizes that the bird is sick <laughs> like that whole concept is hilarious um but obviously the overall theme where like you know some people are good and some people are just bad and it's just this guy who can't live in that world where people exist yeah because he doesn't understand how people could be bad yeah yeah really and for you know a 10 year old watching this in 1996 (laughs) it's like what yeah, like you don't really think about people being bad, so I don't know. Yeah. It's a I, re- I rewatched it. It's a heavy one. Yeah. Um, it's I mean it's heavy in that great Arnold way, but even yeah. a little heavier than that. Sure, yeah. and great Gerald storytelling. Oh yeah, Wait, yeah. when he tells the tale of Pigeon Man. Oh oh yes yes storytelling uh, yeah, and I love that where like Sid cues him up. Yeah. Yeah. to tell the story and at the end he likes like that's my boy yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah very good episode very um I, like singular as far as nickelodeon shows go um it, it does feel heavy for a kid but in a good way like yeah. mm-hmm. in a you know not too heavy uh to be appropriate i don't think it's yeah. just like making you as a kid maybe think outside the box a little yeah. bit what do you think of that last shot of him floating away with the pigeons? <laughs> it's bizarre. Uh, it's, it's weird. It's a like, weird capper. I don't really know why. I think they just wanted him to have like a a, yeah. a send off line. Yeah. Rather than just leaving him on the roof. And I, I also think that like someone had this hilarious idea of like he has this vest. Yeah. And like they can he can fly away like, but it got me thinking. Okay, so he's he's leaving the city that he's been at for decades now but they make it seem like this is a common occurrence that he leaves Mm -hmm. like the birds just knew to like yeah all right it's time to go (laughs) seemingly that's the first time he's ever left it's true Hmm. so that didn't really make sense (laughs) um but they masked that with the you know always wash your berries and fly towards the sun yeah. yeah yeah it feel like again it's another thing where i feel like they were probably like we got to have something <laughs> something like something big to like really nail this because it happens right after he drops the whole <laughs> people arnold yeah. people yeah. did this and you're like what <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gotta is send- everyone bad <laughs> oh my god <laughs> gotta have a good send off for him um 
Yeah, that's a great one. And uh, yeah, like I said, it was tied um, for our listeners' favorite episode. Four people picked that one. Personally, for me, it's my number 10. So it would be my top 10. Um, It was tied with um, Arnold's Christmas. Wow. Um, Ooh, that... Another another tearjerker, which we we discussed on the podcast. Tim, Ben, Nova, and Adventure USA all picked Arnold's Christmas, which would be my number 11. Uh, (laughs) Good good to know. Uh, (laughs) That is is great. Um, That's like a... Both of these episodes are sort of um, ambitious, it feels like, for a Mm -hmm. kid's cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, Pigeon Man could... I mean, Arnold's Christmas is a full 30-minute episode and yeah. it feels like pigeon man if they wanted to they could have really almost they could have built it out yeah it, it happens pretty quickly yeah. like yeah you know the he's out of the top of the building at the yeah. pizza shop and 10 seconds later the episode basically <laughs> yeah. Over. Yeah. yeah um yeah i'm glad you mentioned that because i had a similar feeling about the vacant lot um where as i was watching it i'm like this is like at moments it feels so big. They really could have stretched out all of these things to a full length, yeah. like ninety minute movie if they had to. Yeah, uh, it might even. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, no. Yeah. I... Well, uh, very fitting that uh, the last pick here will be the only episode that we all three of us picked. Uh, same as Andrew, same as Allie. My number one is the vacant lot. Nice. Whoa. Hey, man, why'd you stop? The lot, don't you see? So? I think I found our baseball field. You're a bold kid, Arnold. A bold kid. Um, I think it's probably the first Hey Arnold we episode reviewed for a reason. Uh, probably the one we were most eager to talk yeah. about. We've talked a lot about that idea of in your childhood, like found money, like finding something where you're like, well, this could be ours, and like, what can we do with it? Uh, and that feeling so special. And then like that, the friendship between Arnold and Gerald feeling, you know, yeah. like it's a great showcase of it. Um, yeah, I just this is the episode I think of like a this I guess is the only one I was really not in danger. I. I I played around with the thought of scooting Arnold visits Arnie to one. Wow. Um, that's how much I love that one. But um, it, I couldn't. This is just like a seminal, great 90s Nickelodeon kids episode. Um, and, and Arnold maybe doesn't get enough credit for being a great sports mm. show. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote down, we got... Um, Coach Wittenberg bowling episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, I rewatched that thing and I was like, "Is this gonna make my list?" Cause I, I love this episode. Vacant lot, dangerous lumber, mud bowl is a bunch of fun. Um, a lot of meanness in mud bowl, but uh, the baseball, great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, bench warmer. God, I love bench. Another uh, Coach Wittenberg. Pass oh, the ball oh, to yeah, Tucker. Um, that one's also funny when he is describing the basketball. Yeah, and like all of the. Bumps oh back. yeah, yeah, that is great. <laughs> Pretty much any time yeah. I'm holding a basketball for more than like a second, I look at it. I just think about him admiring yeah. the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, like a kind of a sneaky good. Any sports episode it has is like, oh, this is a good one. Yeah. Um, 
and then maybe that's because it's so collective like it has so many characters coming together that it's fun when they do that yeah. but um vacant lot uh if you've not watched that episode of hey arnold i think there's a unanimous decision here that you should go check it out mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um before we get to our close calls uh, i'll share listener picks oh yeah of things that have not been picked um like i said pigeon man and arnold's christmas were tied for the most picks uh the following all had three people pick um my number nine stoop kid of course yeah yeah, that Um, that was very close uh katie miller and uh, joey that's not me also picked stoop kid um three people picked downtown as fruits yeah which also holds up great casey the lemonade stand and joey baseball uh my number eight helga on the couch uh, Katie Gord, Katie Manning, and the Up All Night podcast picked that as their favorite. Mm. You like Which that one? one is Helga on the couch? That's a full um, 30 minutes where the school's uh, oh, uh, the yeah, district yeah, yeah. psychiatrist okay. comes. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She finally admits her love yeah. for Arnold. Uh, <laughs> my number 19, Haunted Train. Uh, Sean, Ryan, and Zachary Jackson Brown picked Haunted Train. Nice. Uh, three people picked What's Opera, Arnold? Uh, Vince, Karuna, and Amy. I like that one. My number 18, The Longest Monday. Uh, Silver Phoenix Ooh, and Emmanuel. Uh, that was very Emmanuel. close to mine. Yeah. yeah, there's a good one. Uh, another kind of bullying-centric yeah. episode, yeah. Um, my number seven, so just missed my close call, Benchwarmer, uh, picked by Josh. Uh, Alexandra picked Dangerous Lumber. Mike nice. picked Door 16, which we've yeah, discussed on the it. podcast. Uh, uh, Quincy picked Spelling Bee. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> one of the all-time classics. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's qualm. Qualm. The only qualm. reason I probably have thought about Qualm at all ever. Uh, Lacey picked Operation Ruthless, uh, oh, which is the A side to uh, Fake and Lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great combo. Um, Patrick picked the Headless Cabbie. Nice. Manny picked Mugged. Nice. Bubblegum Joey. A lot of Joey's. Uh, picked Harold's Kitten. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, Sean picked an episode we've talked about, Arnold's Halloween. Nice. Uh, Dan picked the uh, other part of Heat in Snow. Mm. And Matthew picked my number 15, The Flood. Or Flood. Nice. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, uh, before we move on from Snow... Uh, what is there's a, something I always think of from Snow uh, oh they got no play ethic <laughs> yeah. he's been saying they got no work ethic all episode play ethic alright you want to do close calls yeah um, my close call I think it's season four. I didn't actually write it down, but it's Grand Prix, um, mm. the uh, go kart episode where they're making building their own go karts. Yeah, this is where they have to team up with Eugene with the Mob Avenger. Oh, <laughs> um, Mob Avenger, so good! <laughs> I watched this one yesterday. Very good. I I really love these like whole class getting together episodes. It just feels so nice. Um, Boy, they're brutal with Eugene though. They are brutal. Uh, you know, it's like he can't help it, but he does. Everything does go wrong yeah. with him. You know? I, that, I think the definitive, I, it was, I, I really toyed, 
trying to get it higher, but I couldn't. But roller coaster, where they won't ride the roller coaster because they think Eugene's oh. gonna. <laughs> well, it, that I mean, it does yeah, shut yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. um, but Grand yeah. Prix is a bunch of fun. Yeah, just a really fast-paced episode to get to see all the characters. Just great. Yeah. Well, I had three good close oh, calls. Uh, they've all sort of been talked about. You could have done top twenty if you wanted. I <laughs> should have said uh, snow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas episode mm-hmm. and Spelling Bee. Oh, uh, Spelling Bee. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, qualm. It's, <laughs> yeah. Classic. Uh, also, just a Bob-heavy episode, yeah. mm. which is fun. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't really talked about Bob at all. Yeah. But uh, another kind of great slash junkie character. Yeah, yeah. Very and, good. Uh, Snow's great. I think it's hilarious that, you know, there's just a big snow day and... <laughs> grandpa's making arnold do all this work <laughs> yeah, yeah. around the house and doesn't understand why he wants to go play but then has that flashback yeah of like when he wanted to go out and skate and stuff so yeah, yeah. and i just love when he makes the ice rink oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. just turns on all of the water <laughs> and just calls out to the neighborhood that there's an ice rink oh. it's wonderful yeah. what a time yeah. uh well we've already talked about my close call uh, that was Brett's number five. That is the baseball. Oh, Love nice. it. I, as you said, it's just got a feel to it. It feels like, I mean, as a lover of baseball and going to baseball games, it feels authentic. But also that special moment of like so- something happening to you outside of what, like, it's cool that he got to go to Mickey Kaline's last game by itself, but then to catch the ball, and then this commotion around catching the ball feels, like, really fun. And the only thing I can, like, I I feel like I can deeply relate to this. I, we've, I think I brought it up once before, but I got to play with Weezer. Um, played the Undone, Undone the Sweater song with Weezer, and then, then I got off stage, and I went to hand the guitar to the guitar tech and he's like no it's yours what (laughs) he's like yeah you can keep the guitar great job and uh so then it's weird because you're at this huge we're at an arena like an arena and i'm holding this guitar i'm like i'm sent back into the crowd (laughs) holding a guitar and like people immediately are like you know they know that i'm like the guy that just played up there so like people are kind of swarming like whoa can i see that guitar like cool 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 uh so like i thought they're this moment i was like thinking like boy yeah like i kind of know what arnold's going through here like <laughs> everybody kind of like yeah. anyway um special episode love mickey k-line yeah um he's in a couple and he's always great uh arnold just running through the stands yeah uh, yeah something that's great <laughs> I, yeah, and the commentators yes. are like look at that oddly shaped yeah um oh you know what I did want to mention one, just in case you guys mentioned it. I didn't want to say it, but um, one that we didn't talk about that's great is Arnold as Cupid. Mm. It is the one where uh, Oscar gets kicked out of his apartment by his girlfriend, and he goes to live with Arnold, and he's just driving Arnold nuts. (laughs) And, um, of course, one of the all-time most memorable Nickelodeon lines, you keep the money. Uh, (laughs) You keep the money. That's another first season, right? Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, Ferguson? Ferguson. Yeah. Um, 
There's two that I could think of that I feel like might con- might could be considered Ferguson's, but I did not want. I do want. I do want to note that I don't think there's actually a bad episode of Hey Arnold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even my Ferguson is not terrible. I kind of enjoy it. Sure. But um, but I finally went with Phoebe's little problem. Um, the episode where Phoebe accidentally farts into the microphone and she gets like so upset about it and everybody has to like oh, and everybody's to... super mean <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but everybody like has to talk her back to coming to school and uh, it just it's not a terror again not a terrible episode it just feels like sort of a throwaway like just sort of dumb fart you know I, I get it and that could yeah. be traumatic somewhat but it's a little melodramatic yeah. The reaction. Um, so anyway, just, okay. just kind of a goofball. It feels like a throwaway. Yeah. Did you say you had another one or no? Um, I'll, I'll let you guys okay. go. But okay. I'll mention it, but... You don't have one, right? Uh, no, I've decided I have one. Oh! <laughs> uh, so again, like Andrew said, not any episode is bad, mm-hmm. but I feel like this episode is not close to being my favorite. For a couple of reasons. One, because it seems like it's the episode that everyone kind of gravitates to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was also that one episode that was always on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like every show has that one episode. It's not bad, but yeah. like every time you went to go watch it, it was that episode. And you're like, yeah. ugh, Stoop Kid again? Alright, <laughs> I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> Kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's good. Like it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I totally understand. Once you've seen almost anything that many times, yeah. uh, it can lose some when of it. Get home from school and hey Arnold, I was like, oh, Steve Kid again. Sure, <laughs> sure. Like, how is this on again? There's no way we've gone through it. It's All like of the other uh, episodes. Like I felt like this way about Dangerous Soup. Uh, mm. Are you afraid of the dark? Mm-hmm. It was just, sure. it felt like it was on every day sort of for a while yeah. there. Um, but so I get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Makes that's sense. fair. That is fair. Um, well, I'm happy you nailed it because the Ferguson is Phoebe's. <laughs> and I think maybe for my, I think we kind of agree, but I think the definitive reason is that it's the last episode. Mm. That's um, a issue. Yeah. It's a huge issue. I, it's like, as you mentioned, it's, it's just too throwaway. It, yeah. it, it, at least like in Doug's last episode, if you don't love um, Doug's bad trip, like Doug graduates feels like, well, this is a resolution. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing about this that feels like this should be the last episode of an iconic animated series. Uh, yes. Agreed. Just looking over the numbering from a couple different places, I suspect that maybe um, there was a bunch of episodes that were like, leftovers mm. that they didn't show until after um what i think is in my mind is the end is mm. uh the journal when yeah, the journal finds it, yeah. Parents, yeah. um so I, I i don't know that for sure but i suspect this okay. was a leftover they had like four or five episodes and they're like well yeah we made them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> might as well just air them i guess we have to number them yeah so. No, I mean, as you said, there isn't one necessarily that I watch that I go, I don't want to watch this one. So, like, that just feels like the easiest of, like, eh, this is a little yeah. gimmicky and even, unfortunately the last episode. Even watching it, though, I did have moments where I was like, is this the worst? So there were, like, a couple <laughs> moments where I'm like, this feels okay, but... Here's uh, what I'll say. 
if you if you want a reason as to why like I think it doesn't work is that resolution where Harold pees his pants. Oh, and then yeah, everybody yeah. laughs at him and he runs out of the auditorium like. I get it. It's Harold, but also like, wasn't the whole point of the episode is to not do that? And like, Phoebe's kind of laughing too at the end at Harold. I don't know. Yes. Also, it felt very. Uh, the ending felt very contrived. Yeah. Just to finish the episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Give me something a little more thoughtful. I don't know. He could fart or something. Like that would make yeah. more sense to me. But yeah. yeah. Um. The only other episode that was even in my head is like up for debate was um. The one where Helga thinks she's a monkey, or she's turning into a monkey. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just so bizarre. But at the same time, it's like, it feels like kind of action-packed and sort of good in its own way. Yeah. But it's weird. Um, a couple episodes we didn't shout out that I feel like maybe like should be shouted out. Uh, das Subway, mm. I feel like, is a pretty beloved episode. It's a kind of... Kind Kind of creepy, but not really, like, yeah. fun kids stuck on the subway. Um, cool Party, I think, is one oh, that yeah. uh, is a Flash lot of fun. Thing. A lot of great use of the kids, great moral. Um, Four-Eyed Jack, I think, is a, kind of a classic yeah. grandpa telling a tale. Um, Miss Perfect, I think, is one a lot of people like where, um, what's her name, shows up. Oh, yeah, Lila. Lila shows up, thank you. Um yeah. So just a couple, um, a couple that we had mentioned. Yeah. Uh, any one, others? One more that I'll mention. Yeah. <laughs> Steely Phil. Oh, Steely uh, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa's playing Chinese checkers. <laughs> uh, just a really memorable, good one. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, and uh, Oscar can't read. Oh yeah. Another guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it Oscar's was the best so of times. Good. It was the worst of times. <laughs> yeah. Really good. All right. Well, the, the, that uh, that's our favorite Arnold's. Uh, thank you to those people who submitted your picks. Uh, if you disagree with us, yeah, I, I don't know what to tell uh, you. I don't really want to uh, hear about it, uh, but uh, <laughs> it's, fine, it's fine. If it's fine if you do, <laughs> I'll hear about it. Okay. The, the worse the disagreement, the better. <laughs> no, I, I just mean, and like, uh, you know, you're not going to change our minds necessarily. Oh, sure. well, There's too many great Arnold's. Yeah. Um, all right, well, uh, a few emails here. Um, we'll start off with our old buddy, Brett, the other Brett, uh, <laughs> the artist, Brett. Uh, he emailed us about uh, the tale of the renegade virus. Ah. Oh, <laughs> Feels good, doesn't it, just to hear the to words? Hear about it, yeah. <laughs> he said, hey there, Gutbuck. It's been a long time since I emailed you guys, but considering how enjoyable it was to listen to your renegade virus episode review, it felt right for me to chime in uh, with my thoughts and feelings related this tale looks and feels atypical of Gary's normal offerings around mm. the campfire. Normally, we expect to hear something magically mystifying from one of his whimsical yet cautionary tales, but this time we spun 180, deg 180 degrees into the realm of technology, which honestly makes me th think of why Gary hasn't told more tech-oriented tales during his tenure. Pinball wizard sort of counts, but that's technically in a gray area between pinball machines and video games. Perhaps AOL wasn't fully on his radar yet and decided to stick with what he knows best. In terms of the director directorial style here it's classic ron oliver zaniness but amplified to a whole new level people often praise ghastly grinner for its memorable visuals and kooky nature but i believe this one feels even more dramatic in its presentation due to the breakneck pacing the snappy dialogue and of course mr metal man himself the virus 
Everything in this story feels over the top with a sh shiny veneer of twistedness, yet somehow the tale is in full control of this wild roller coaster, constantly keeping you guessing what will happen next with a healthy dose of shock and dread at every corner. The episode feels as dingy as a basement keyboard warrior, and that's a strong feeling of the other 90s episodes other 90s episodes have replicated it's creepily amazing i remember the virus himself was a terrifyingly haunting villain to witness when i was a young child those red ringed eyes <laughs> those unbrushed teeth that pulsating brain protruding from a black microchip covered jumpsuit it was all wrapped up in a menacing persona that would sear itself deep into anyone's subconscious mind as a result the episode caused me to have a lot of night nightmares of him where he would chase me down through labyrinthian cubicles to a dead end in a corner in a factory-style building where he would attempt to plug his nasty computer cable appendage into my own handboard. He may be small, but he's undoubtedly spry and agile. It drove me nuts to think that would happen. what would happen if he infected my brain like he threatened to do to Simon. Where would I where I would lose all control of my body and start terrorizing everyone I came in contact with while talking in a sinister growl and tacking Einstein to the end of every other sentence. Luckily, that never happened, as the only VR headset I ever owned at the time was the Nintendo Virtual Boy, and there's no way any virus could do anything in that eyesore, except roam around a level or two of Warrior Land on that platform. Uh, he uh, he wraps up here saying, A submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, I call this story The Tale of the Virtual Forest. Hmm. Yeah, okay. pretty yeah. interesting. As for the tale of the renegade virus, I'm with you on this one. It's strange how something I've been so afraid of for a good chunk of my life turned into something that I absolutely adore. My sentiments echo Joey and Andrew's analysis here. It's best to let go and let virus, which is a shirt I'd buy in a heartbeat. I give this episode a rating of 5 out of 5. Uh, sorry, Gary, no BOC Pantheon for you, but in my mind, it's already there. Yours truly, Brett. Uh, P.S. All three of your new titles for the episode, regardless of outcome, were stellar. The tale of the combo breaker, however, was too good to pass up for the 1994 Killer Instinct video game reference. Well played, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, really nice. Nice, yeah. thoughtful. Um, I, uh, you know, it's crazy. Maybe we said this during the episode, but it's crazy that that's got to be like one of the best. Uh, technology-based episodes of anything, maybe. Yeah. Which is, I mean, usually they're terrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so maybe the bar's not that high, but still, it's like bizarre that that's close to the top. Uh, this one comes from Kale. Quick 2001 thoughts. Hello from a basement's cool cement floor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're still holding Chris's feet to the fire on that Steve Harvey pick. <laughs> like you guys, I was very into Undeclared. The Eric-centric episode toward the end of the run is great, but the show is in the running for worst DVD menu oh ever. My, it's true. <laughs> That's a bad DVD. That Dandy Warhol theme song is mixed so freaking loud, <laughs> and it repeats every 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you on the Lone Gunman show. I like it. But it's in a tonal zone that would have worked better a few years later. It didn't have the weight of the X-Files, but wasn't an outright sitcom. They did a solid job making it more accessible for the mainstream audience by adding their sidekick. 
That choice smartly gave away for the gunman to share exposition with someone dumb while explaining it to the audience. <laughs> Good point. A few episodes are really good, a few aren't. If you're ever looking to try one again, the series is up on YouTube, and I'd suggest the episode about a water-powered car called Like Water for Octane. By the way, Vince Gilligan, during his Breaking Bad era, claimed that the Lone Gunman show was his favorite thing he'd worked on. It just didn't have a chance to find its footing. Also, I have to give a shout out to Insomniac with Dave Attell, starting on Comedy Central in 2001. It might be the best travel show ever outside of Anthony Bourdain's shows. Just a funny comedian hanging out with weirdos. Oh, and I'm glad Wet Hot American Summer got some love. That's one of my favorite comedies of all time. Criminally under underrated. When I first saw it, I was living near Waterville, where it was set. Uh, it being set there really surprised me. And for the record, I swear I've never hung out in a heroin den in Waterville. <laughs> Laters, Kale. P.S. Joey, you'd mentioned The Clean before. I assume you've heard them, but if you haven't, you might like The Bats. <laughs> They're also from New Zealand, had a shared band member, and we're on the same label. The album Couchmaster Rules. Oh, I know. Oh, I know The Bats. <laughs> <laughs> Calm Before the Storm is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, Kale. Yeah, very, very, very nice. Very nice. Uh, last and very short one. This is from our finale. Nice. Who favorite episode was vacant lot? Good pick. Um, she says, <laughs> "Greetings and salutations, Joey and Andrew." Before I get to the reason I'm reaching out, while Joey is not exempt from scrutiny, I mean Clifford is a good film, but I have to side with him that Best in Show is one of the greatest oh comedies of all time, <laughs> and was honestly shocked when Andrew didn't express similar sentiments. Now that I've added to the the, the debate, fellas. We fans have been good to you. I think we've earned another 15 episode <laughs> review. What do you say? Yeah, All the best, Allie. <laughs> very good call. Yeah. I can't remember when the last one was now. Last March? Jeez. 21, yeah. Okay. Um, it's been yeah, a long call. time. I think, listen, if I was being honest, we'd just do 15. <laughs> they are, I think, usually easily our least listened to episodes. Uh, yeah. And so it feels almost selfish i mean I, I think it's okay to do that once in a while but like if people don't want to hear it sure you know, sure it's weird though it does seem like the type of thing that over time people yeah. might pick up on it'll, it'll age like, well hey. yeah it'll age yeah, well yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, did you know people were talking about 15 15 years ago now um yeah yeah, yeah. thank That's you Alan. good call yeah, yeah. thanks yeah. um you didn't like best in show <laughs> I'm really surprised uh, everybody loves it so much. It's I mean, so I know good. it's held up as a great movie. It's got like 90 plus percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. It's such a good concept. Um, it's a good concept. Love and the concept. And the execution's great. That first half of the movie really does, not, does nothing for me. Well, you have me. to get to like, know the characters. Sort of. Do you really, though? Yes. Like, you get to know them pretty quickly just in, like, how they're acting. You know, it's like, I don't necessarily need all this time with them. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I just, you know, we've had all these shows now that are in that mockumentary mm -hmm. style. I just feel like this is not hitting the, the mark first. anymore. Yeah, maybe back, maybe back then it was like this is brilliant. Oh, it still holds. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. You watched it and don't necessarily agree, but uh... I just don't. I mean, I just don't get it. Sometimes I don't get something, and this is one of those things. I guess. What do you, can I ask you something? Yeah. What do you think is better, Best in Show or Bedazzled? Oh. I would, de I mean, for me, Bedazzled uh, <laughs> is, 
is just a more important movie in my uh, <laughs> filmography. More important. Oh man, that is incredible. All right, I, I'm so glad I asked. Uh, <laughs> this was in context though, because we sure, were also talking sure. about Bedazzled. Um, okay, well, great, uh, great. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> what was the other one that we were we were like outraged at how low the score was on? By the way, Allie, I won't accept that Clifford slander. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you slip that in. <laughs> uh, I'll accept it. I mean, yeah. Okay. Oh, really? You don't like Clifford? I. It's not that I don't like it. It's like I totally understand how somebody would think it's. Well, the you most look at me like a normal boy seen. for one second. <laughs> look, you can't even do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, 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 Andrew. Okay, we got one episode before we take our annual month break. Uh, to prepare for Podtober, what what are we ending with? We're gonna end things off with uh, the year in review, two thousand two. Yeah, steamrolling through this new millennium. Yeah, a lot of years to get to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I think that's a you know those are hefty episodes. That'll be a nice sure. one to leave people off. Take take all month to listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, we'll have a brand new guest on. Uh, he's been a longtime listener. Uh, his name's Clayton. Um, so we're excited to have Clayton on and um, talk 2002. And uh, we, I think we have our lineup set for Podtober. And that's going to be real exciting, too, as always. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm ready for, well, not ready for the change of season, but I'm ready for the change of time. Never are. Ready for, no, that, I really never ready for that candy corn, ready for that pumpkin Oof. spice. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, pumpkin spice is fine. <laughs> pumpkin spice is fine. Yeah, you, you said it. disgusting. <laughs> Agreed. All right, all right. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcasts. Instagram's really where uh, it's the best to get a hold of us, um, which is Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us like uh, Brett, Kale, and Allie did at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can find us on Podbean, you can find us on Spotify, and you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you to our newest five-star reviewers, AllieMe038507, um, with the title, Wow! Exclamation point. And our buddy Manny left us a nice five-star review saying, Great nostalgic experience. Um, we've, we've, we've breached the 200 review mark on Apple uh podcast so um is breached the right word yeah okay great uh we've done it we've passed it uh keep adding on that helps people find us um and uh, speaking of help brett two episodes in a, two episodes in a row and i'm all talked out quite a guy he's like 2002 is not happening guys yeah. <laughs> uh, but we appreciate it yeah. we'll see all you mob avengers next time <laughs> Poor Arnold, his first was unfinished What let everyone who was there know A very loud C-sharp diminished Somebody said, look, it's Arnold And he ran from their scorn and their laughter Into the darkness outside Never returned ever after tales of lost love and dreams unfulfilled cruel cupid you've never been meaner he was an armadillo she was a concertina he was an armadillo she was a concertina